Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Having dispatched the captain of the Sanguine Spear and won the crew over to their side, our heroes make their way back to Booty Bay to collect their rewards. They've been out of town for several days now. I wonder if anything's changed in town. How will their crew of ex-pirates be received? Let's explore it now as we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. So last time, we were riding the high seas and killing pirate captains and sabotaging, uh, you know, equipment storage and pointing fingers at all the different, you know, really sort of laying the groundwork for nobody trusting anybody, uh, which totally worked out in your favor because at the end of it all, you guys completely overtook this ship did a whole bunch of manipulations and got to the point where you defeated Captain Shark Tusks in combat and the crew is now as far as you can tell, everyone's body language has gotten a lot of uh, a lot more relaxed, there's a lot of stress and tension that has sort of left the crew um, and at this point, uh, kind of everybody sort of looked to there was never an official vote there was never a conversation about it but kind of everybody looked to Billy and said alright well now what do we do and are leaning on him for direction as far as what the crew is up to um, you guys are approaching Stranglethorn Vale you're not quite there yet uh, but you will be very soon what would you guys like to do so we needed to get the weapon shipments, right? That was one of the things you were asked to do, yeah. Oh, well, let's let's bring up the quest log. Um, there's a lot. <laughs> it's like our bags are full and we got to turn in some quests. <laughs> I'm wondering if we can return these weapons and then if we can get this crew to work for the vendors, like to help with shipments or stuff. I feel like that would keep Billy with his ship without them like doing anything bad. Well, I know we let, we ended up last time, I did say something to them to the extent of us putting in a, a good word for them when we got back to Booty Bay. Like maybe that we, they were under different leadership but now that they're under, you know, current leadership, that they're not going to be doing what they did the last time, and they should be trusted to continue these shipments, I guess. Um, I'm going to pause and say two things. Number one, we used to have a quest log, like like a literal quest. Like, was that not part of the thing that we have in... It's, it's in, in Discord. Discord now. It's in Discord, not... Okay. I think so, I did put one there, but I think I also did this. Is this a thing? That's a thing. Yes. Uh, you're showing yeah. it on the screen mm -hmm. on roll 20. I would like to see it in Discord um, slash Microsoft. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So in the spoiler zone story and resources channel, there is a uh, a channel called Outstanding Quests. I don't know when the last time was that I updated this. I think I may have to... Uh, just go through it real quick and make sure that everything is still up to date. So I think we can return the weapon, see if we can put in a good word for this not longer or no longer pirate ship, pirate ship. We're actually knocking out, I think, um, at least two of these quests. Uh, we've got the boiling blood and yep. we've got the blood sails taken care of. 
which in turn is increasing our booty bay rep <laughs> um, <laughs> with, uh, you know, because we've got a piece of armor that we can get repaired. I remember there was a couple of the, the guys who were doing getting the weapons and armor back for said he can repair armor for us. So we have a piece of armor that we can bring back for that as well. Um, Whose armor was that? Was that? That's Shark Tusks. Shark Tusks. It's got a bunch of holes in it because he was just healing up underneath them. The armor really didn't mean anything to him. So my my two cents would be, yeah, let's take care of the blood. Let's take care of the shipment. See if we can put in a good word for Billy. And then maybe we can go do the oil drillers in the water. Because if I remember right, the water was like a half a day's walk or a quarter of a day's walk. And we initially were thinking maybe we could do it before our pirates chaos trip. Yes. Well, is it, it's, on, it's on the East Coast. I wonder if we could ask Billy to help us. So now that he's in charge of the ship, what if we can ask Billy to help us, like, provide Take some... Take out the oil drillers? Well, p- provide some uh, cover fire from, from the water side, like a distraction, while we come in from the land side and take care of it from there. Like, more strategic. You're, you're talking about the, the oil drillers? Yeah, because that's on the East yeah. side. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, like, what if we get, like, um... Well, could Billy we... To, go ahead. Could, could we do that before we got to Booty Bay? Because we're not quite there yet. Could we swing on that east side real quick, take out the oil drillers before we just head back? Is that what I you're thought, talking about? I thought about that early on, but I thought Butch wanted to beeline it back to Booty Bay. I... I just... You know, it's really hard to have all these... Um, question mark quest to turn in just ready to go with all the <laughs> stuff in your bag and not just well, go in and collect the you know co- collect the points but, you the know police. for efficiency's sake we'd have to leave we, we, we go back to Booty Bay we turn those in and then we still have another quest to go out and complete and come back to Booty Bay right I, I don't know that's how I play the game. I go out and get everything done and then come back with everything. And then, of course, there's yeah. always that one quest is like, hey, go back out there. It's like, I was just... I was just there! <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, for the audience's sake, what are, what, are, what we're doing is we're looking at a map of uh, Stranglethorn, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, it's got Booty Bay and... and it, um, so it, it, the first quest is deal with Captain Shark Tusks and the stolen weapon shipment. Okay, um, so we know we've got to turn that in. The second one is defeat the Gerbashi. I don't. That's that's way far up. Yep, that one's okay. Third one we is needed more help on that one. <laughs> yeah, oil drillers, and that's on the east side of the. Uh, it's not Arpeggio. It's a. Uh, like, Arpeggio. Like, like Florida, Peninsula, Peninsula. The fourth one is get special water for the healing potions, which is like up mountains, kind of like in the north. So we can't do that right now. And the fifth one is boiling blood, which we just basically got to turn it in. Now, um, what we could do is, like you were saying, is on the way to Booty Bay, we could t- take a detour and deal with the oil drillers. Now, the oil drillers, um, the quest giver said that, I usually don't mind da-da-da-da, but they're messing up my business or something. And I think we just need to kill some of them, right? Did he say how many? I think I vaguely remember us having a conversation about this, but I'm not... I don't remember how many. Um, the other notes just say they're off the eastern coast of Stranglethorn, making it difficult for the Booty Bay's alchemist to get quality ingredients for his potions. Now, alternately, if we go do this now before we're turning back to Booty Bay, we can use this that. This would be, be one more positive thing for Billy. Yep. Billy and his crew saying, hey, they helped us to do this part as well. I mean, granted, they were the blood sail pirates that stole your gear in the first place, but they helped us with this to help Booty Bay. So we might have one more uh, positive chip for them to turn that around for them. Yeah, I, no, I think uh, Amanda, go ahead. I say I, I vote we do the oil thing. I know, like, we're kind of, like, here and Booty Bay's up here and the oil thing's over here, so we're going to backtrack a little bit 
Um, but I think it's worth it to sail by there and then to bring it around. It's fine. It's, I mean, we're, we're not talking about another day's journey or anything. This is not, this is not a huge distance. So, uh, let's, let's kill some boilers. I don't know what we're supposed to do other than kill them all. So does that make us pirates again? I think if I remember correctly, he Vigilantes. that he didn't want different. it to come back on him. So a couple of things we have to our advantage here. We're in a pirate ship, so they're going to assume it's the Bloodsail Buccaneers. And no one thinks we're associated with the Bloodsail Buccaneers. So I feel like this is the best way to incognito it. I don't know how we prove it if we just go to him or do we lay like cut off some like noses or something to like what? prove or I don't know how to prove do they have like what pirates were we we were the buccaneers yeah everyone associates us with the blood sale buccaneers and we're we're about to um well no one knows we went and became a pirate we, they just saw us talking with Billy oh you mean us like yeah me, us the three yeah of like us. so I feel like our like if they see us they're gonna have no right like we they don't know who we are uh, I don't know so Booty Bay is not a small place you know what we should oh. do you know what we should do what now that we know that we're going to okay, okay we, we know what we're gonna do let's let's get our RP on is we is or is we ain't playing Dungeon and Dragons. As we is, or as we <laughs> ain't. Okay. I understood that reference. All, all right, all right. So now that we got Billy kind of squared away, we got a few more things we got to get um, it, it t- taken care of before we head back to Booty Bay. I, I think that y'all wanted to go ahead and take care of them oil drillers. That shouldn't be a problem, but... What the heck you're supposed to do by take care of? I mean, we're not supposed to be pirates anymore. We're trying to get this the ship being, you know, on the straight and narrow. How are we going to prove that if we just go out and, you know, dispatch a bunch of oil d- drilling goblins? Could, well, if I remember right, the the person who put us in charge of this said that he just needed them thinned out a little. There's just too many of them. So I, I agree. I don't know how we prove we did this, but I mean, we have some sneaky sneaky with Falcus and I feel like we might be able to like do some sort of lookout I mean, thing. This, this ship is still under the guise or can still be under the guise as being a blood sail ship. I, I think what would be great is Prior to approaching from from the seaside of it by ship, the three of us depart on a rowboat and hit land and come from it from from the land side. And they start, you know, bust out the cannons and start just bombarding it from the ocean side, just causing, first of all, a distraction for us. Second of all, causing a blood sail, quote unquote, distraction for us. And then we can go in there and surgically remove a couple of them um maybe we can find in you know the um foreman's office or something some documents or something that we can show that we were here and that we took care of a number of them maybe they have wristbands we can cut off oh i generally collect ears but i was thinking well well, you know if if we're gonna ask billy to use his his cannons and his ammunition on his boat Maybe we have have them aim them at the rigs. If we destroy the equipment, thing is, they they can always hire new goblins. They can always hire new mooks. They can always get you know body, working bodies. You can find them. But if we destroy the equipment, that's something different. It would take them more time to rebuild. I would just say, be careful so we don't cause a. Uh environmental catastrophe here <laughs> with oil leaks and spills well, in the that, bay that, of the South Seas. Well, that is what um, this, uh, go- I think it was a goblin's name, Boucher? Boucher? Beecher? Anyway, his name's not Butch. Um, it, it, the, the alchemist guy, he was saying that, you know, he, they were ruining stuff. So they're already an environmental risk what if, like, hold on, let me let me look here. 
Oreo burns, right? <laughs> I have yes. an empty vial. So if the oil happens to get on top of the water, I'm sure we can fill it with some, like, candle oil and stuff like a sock in it and throw it at the oil and maybe it'll burn it all off. Like some sort of, like, weird oil burning bomb. So if it happens, we will we will be in a cleaning up. Aren't they called Molotov cocktails even in-game? I don't know if they are. That's why I didn't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta <laughs> We gotta <laughs> Out of all the ways Casey imagined this day going I don't think this was One of them Okay, we're, we're, The character is broken now yeah, yeah, sorry. Are, we really, are we really caring About a, a potential Exile Valdez situation <laughs> With like <clears throat> scrubbing off seagulls <laughs> And and if, and if we do, and if we do, do we really want to burn it? I don't know. I just do you think so you, you think that, I, I mean, the, the only people who, I mean. It, I don't know. I was trying to find an answer. I'm old enough to remember the first Gulf War. And they were burning um, oil rigs then. It was just like fires all all over Iraq. Um. And you know what? That didn't work, actually, uh, as it goes. And if they were to... No. What we could do... Okay, so on. I'll go back to character for a second. Okay, never mind the sock idea. What we could do is in the rowboat, we could row and I can press to digitate, press to digitate one little itty-bitty square at a time if it spills. Just like row, 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 press to digitate your boat gently down the press to digitate. Go and ahead clean and it up. Uh, just remind us all the area that prestidigitate can affect. Uh, to, prestidigitation uh, can do a one cubic foot at excellent. a time. That's so. <laughs> okay. We can do two cubic feet at a time because I can also you. do it. Uh, but uh, this will that would take quite quite a while in our entire. How many lifespan. cubic feet do you think there are in the, the South ocean. Seas? <laughs> Out of curiosity. I'm not, not like, I'm not putting like a kibosh on this plan. In fact, I love this entire conversation. I was just curious for the measurement. <laughs> <laughs> we would be there for years <laughs> and years. And maybe hopefully y'all can have children who could press digitate because they'll be there <laughs> for their whole lives too. <laughs> what if? Okay. I like the shooting the oil rig idea. If you shoot the top of it, do you think they create a fail-safe so oil doesn't just spout out? Like, the Goblins aren't dumb. I don't know how oil wigs work. They didn't teach that stuff in Oregon school, so I'm not sure. <laughs> do they, Do they like, if you, will it just, like... Let's let's just hope that the, it, the structural damage does not cause a spill. Let's just, let's just leave it at that, and let's, let's go just go do it. this. <laughs> and we have prejudicitation in the background if we need it. Like, we got this. <laughs> I mean, if if, if I have you want a feeling that Falcus is going to be walking away in this drenched in oil, I just I just oh, have yeah. that that thought. You know, we could bomb out something other than the rig, <laughs> like cranes and trucks. Yeah, if they if they take some of the structural like platforms out and stuff too, us on the ground level, we can remove some of like their. Are we maybe their control boards or other things that sabotaging are sabotaging the goblins? Yeah. Yes, them back absolutely. <laughs> this is sabotage from the sabotage. This is sabotage from start to finish. All right, I say whatever it is we do, it's sabotage. Let's get a closer look at the oil area. See if there's some equipment like some bridges or some cranes, some non-environmental damage-inducing things we can take out. Bush, does that sound like a good idea? You look like you're rearing to go. You're the farmer of all people. I mean, come on. You know, I just didn't understand how, how real this conversation was going to get. So I do suppose if we try to bomb out an, an actual real-life oil rig, what would happen is that the oil would start shooting out. Now, I suppose because the cap would come off of it and it would just be like 
because that's what happens when oil rigs explode. So perhaps if we're going to, you know, be all, you know, ser very serious about this, maybe we shouldn't explode the oil rig. I'm sorry we ca I came up with that idea, but perhaps Billy's boats can help us explode other things that won't involve an environmental catastrophe. <laughs> I think I think we could do a good number uh, between some strategically uh, shot cannonballs and us going in surgically. Let's do it. I'm glad we spent 30 minutes talking about this. <laughs> we had to properly plan for all possible outcomes. You know what we should really do what is is take the the what's the name of this boat the sanguine spear sanguine yes. spear yeah take the sanguine spear and plug it up in to you know in between this uh, the, these islands to stop the entire supply chain coming over from the uh, the, the east going to the west just Thank plug you, that Summer, right, for, right up for dating this recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor boat. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's funny because nobody died. You know, like it's 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 funny because it's 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 terrible, but it's not lethal. Not it's yeah. tragic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I say we get a little bit closer to get a better look, but the plan of of strategically cannon firing things that would not harm the environment, but would cause some chaos is good. And then the three of us can go on and see if we can shanky shank shank a couple people. Okay. Um, so you guys tell Billy... That this is the direction we want to go because we have some stuff we want to look at. Do you like get into the nitty gritty of the plan with him? What what, what do you do? At this that's on you. I'm gonna go talk to Billy and uh, and ask him to take us there and uh, drop us off and um, bomb out a, f a few huts. Um, yeah, you know, I'd like to go down into the cargo hold uh, with Tisha and potentially work on making a couple um, powder kegs that we can take with us. Okay. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like escape from Durnhold. We gotta, we gotta set some buildings on fire and make some explosions. Can now, I, can I make my sock fire burny thing? Do we decide if Molotov cocktails were in the game? I mean, am I going to keep on it? They do exist. It? They I do mean, the, perfect. The science is the same no matter what planet you go to. Okay. Can I can I make one of those? Like, I'm sure they have oil on the ship, and I'll find one of the old human socks to shove in it. And I can press to digitate fire. So I'm going to DM defer. Can Ari make one of these? <laughs> I'm... Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and get... Let's go ahead and get... Um, in, uh, intelligence checks from okay. both Falcus and Ari for their respective projects. Um, <laughs> does anybody have proficiency with alchemist supplies or um, I don't know, like explosive, like anything like that that we could also apply to this? Uh, no, all of my stuff is performance, deception, investigative, so no. <laughs> Okay. What about on the far left of your character sheet toward the bottom? There's another section for proficiencies like tools and languages and such. Anything in there that might be relevant? Uh, nope. I can play a bunch of instruments, though. So if that helps me motivate and like drum up some inspiration. Yeah, I've got like card sets, three dragon ante and thieves tools as being my tool proficiencies. I'm just going to state that it does not take intelligence like in real life to make a Molotov cocktail. It's kind of the point. Right. Is is that a dumb person can do it? Or should and, and it's the dumbest people that do? Okay. Um 
I still want to do a check to find out if it's successful, though. So if I, I don't fine. know nothing about Molotov cocktails, so thank you for that for that insight. Um, in my mind, you're talking about filling a sock with oil. So there's going to be like a drippiness. No, no, no. I'm taking the vial. I'm taking. I'm taking the vial I have, and I'm filling that with oil, and then I'm shoving the sock down the in. Vial, so, okay. Yes, a vial. Because yes. I still have, have one you empty never vial. Seen a Molotov cocktail before? No, I have, but like she was talking about doing a Molotov cocktail, and then kept talking about oil and socks, and I'm like. I think there's more to it than that, but I'm not sure. Like, I, I'm picturing like you're trying to build like a, a I don't know. Do you pour it in the sock first? Or? I think that was I, what I was picturing her describing. That's what I thought she was describing. Sorry. So I'm like, there has to be. She, 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 she the, 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 the vial was implied. No, I think as soon as she said vial this time, I think the vial was actually just flat out stated out loud I, with human words earlier, and I just I forgot was, it. I was, but it's okay. We we got, yeah. I do have a vial, one empty vial left that's not filled with blood. So my plan was to fill this with whatever oil the ship has and then shove the sock down so, like, the bottom's wet, but I can, like, the top and, and throw it if needed. Okay, so given all those components and the specificity with which you're describing things, I would say that there are very limited no there's not there's a there's a kitchen there's lanterns yep. you can pull this off how many do you okay. want to make i have only one vial so i'm making one <laughs> okay great thank god add one of those to your inventory thank um falcus is trying to make a fluffer nutter uh you i'm gonna need i i'm gonna do an intelligence check for you because you want to make sure you've got the right amount of powder versus the right amount of you know whatever again i don't know nothing about how to build these things, so I'm just flying by the seat of my pants here. I rolled a 13. On a 13, considering that you stole um, a set of, I say stole, you looted a set of alchemist supplies at the, um, at the what you call it, I would say that a 13 is probably going to be enough to create a powder keg. Oh yeah, that's right. I actually have the alchemist supplies in my inventory. You're not um, proficient with their use, but the fact that you have the tools makes it so that it was a little bit of a lower DC. So yeah, I'm going to say that. Uh, no problem. Yeah, you've got a powder keg. And you also got tissue Just with you. one or a couple of them? One of 13, I think you've got one. All right, I'll make it strategic where we put it. All right, now here's here's the other thing. Do we want to get back on the boat or do we want to just walk to Booty well, Bay <laughs> from where we are? I think we need to get pretty close by the cover of darkness and then shove off from the ship uh, and, and make it to land with the rowboat and then come in from the land side. Uh, you know what? The other thing, too, because we're worried about taking out more than structure uh, to potentially get oil spills. I'm sure they probably have boats and other supplies in the bay that Billy's ship could also aim at. When we're done, though, I think Butch was asking, do we want to just walk to Booty Bay instead of going back out to the ship? That might give us time to go and talk by the time they get up there. Yes, I think we'll get there first before they before they come in the bay and then we can pre- preface their arrival. Based on, you, you, you know, when we came over here, we went through a cave and all that. It, uh, it, that was a pretty quick walk, actually. And I think we could get there before a boat could traverse the whole, you know, <clears throat> bottom and come up the top. I think it's a plan. Like a plan. Alrighty. Uh, do I need to... So I went and talked to, to Butch. Sorry, I went and talked to Billy. And uh, here's what he said. The last thing that you said just before that um, part of the planning process, I missed it because I was looking up the damage of a powder keg. When we are done with this fight, we are going to walk to Booty Bay so we have time to talk to them about Billy and try gotcha. and get some good graces instead of getting back on the boat. All right. So we're packing our bags and we're bringing our stuff. Yes. Okay. Um, and you guys have been sailing uh, around the outside of the island to come up on the uh, uh, the site where you know that the oil drilling is occurring. Um, you said that you wanted to do all this kind of under the cover of darkness as well? Yes. Okay. So um, you guys bide your time. You take a slow sail around to get to be in position at the time that you want. It's just after sunset at this point. Um, As you start to approach, you kind of like make that last turn around so that it's, you know, the area finally starts to come into focus. Um, In the distance, you can see the rigs standing up out of the water. They're really not hard to spot. Even in the darkness, they stand out from the jungle background. 
Um, they're standing still. They're not pumping or anything. Um, and actually, it doesn't seem like there's very much activity there at all. Um, but you are at a distance and, you know, presumably the workday would be finished by now. So you're not surprised by any of this. Um, Billy turns to you and says, all right now. Well, so uh, you guys are going to head out and do all this. And, um, you know, how long should we give you before we come in? You want us to aim anything particular? And after everything is done, we're going to take back off again. And then you're going to head into Booty Bay and we're going to meet you when? T -t Tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon in, in the bay. All right. We should be able to take care of all this, and then you should be able to don't don't be flying no don't be flying no no pirate flags. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna fly the pirate flags here now tonight, but not not tomorrow. And then tomorrow, the white ones. Yes. Right. All right. All right. So, Billy, I've got this horn of silent alarm. Um, I can blow this horn, and one creature of my choice can hear it. Uh, as long as you're within 600 feet of me and you're not deafened, all right? So we'll blow this horn when you're ready to, when we're ready to have you come in from the bay with uh, your guns a-blazing. Oh, all right, all right. That's a good idea. I like. And yeah. then one else can hear it? It'd just be just me? You. All right. Just, just me knowing that I'm blowing it and knowing that you're hearing it. That's it. Well, all right. Well, that's perfect. They're not going to they're not going to know what hit them. All right, cool. And you said we were doing this because it would get us in the good graces of the 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 booty. Sure. Well, all right. It's after the mistakes that this boat has made, I'm willing to, you know, do a little bit of what whatever needs to be done in order to get sort of back into into the right side of things. But it seems like, well, all right, no, it's cool. It's fine. No problem. I trust you guys. And that's a decision. <laughs> what? The trust? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, with that, you guys are able to get down into the rowboat and make your way out to the shore. It doesn't take you very long to arrive. Um, you're on the Stranglethorn uh, shoreline, um, marching south toward the... Because, like, in my mind, it would have been harder to get through the islands down here than it would have been to cut in from above up on this side. So you guys start marching down. Um, make a who's uh, what's the marching order? I'm probably taking Falcus point goes first. Yeah, yeah, and I, I bring up the rear. Okay, Falcus, I need a perception check from you. Um, it's nighttime, but you have dark vision, so normal. You gotta be kidding me! Uh, it's a seven. Okay. Um. Yeah, you don't see anything, sense anything, hear anything unusual. Uh, as you walk, um, it's quiet. Things seem, you know, things seem cool. Making your way down uh, the beach, you start to approach. You can see um, the 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 rigs are standing in the water again. Still, um, there aren't lights really in any of the because there's a couple of small buildings on the shore. And there's a couple of, you know, like carts and places where you might, um, you know, attach piece of burden or anything else. Like there's like areas where equipment might be housed and things like that. Everything's pretty quiet. Okay. Um, if you said there's some some animals and and like beasts of burden, uh, hmm. like a kind of. There are places where they would, um, be, like hitched but you don't actually see any animals. Okay. Um, Cause I, I was just thinking for a second there that if there were any like pens to start opening up pens and as soon as the noise starts, they're going to start trampling and running was kind of what came to mind when you mentioned that there were hitching posts and potentially for potential for animals. Okay. Um, yeah. You, Roll a, um, if you're actually trying to get into the area where, you know, the, the, the buildings and such would be, um, at this point, uh, anybody who's keeping watch might be, might be able to start to spot you. So I'm going to need a stealth check from you. <gasps> uh, I'm Maddie's 20. Yeah. Uh, 26. 
Okay. You are very careful. You're using all of your, you know, hunter instincts. You've tracked in the night before. You're doing fine. You sneak along the edge where the shore and the rocky kind of a cliff face that you're near as you go farther away from the water. The wall starts to go up a bit. You're able to find the shadowy spots. You're able to sneak in. You get to where... Um, like there's a stables where you would think there would, there would be some horses or something. And as you look in, the doors are already open and there are no animals here. Interesting. Um, can I hear any other noise of activity? Like if you think that this is just shortly after sundown, I'm sure they're going to be drinking and maybe some partying in the evening hours, some, some revelry after a working shift. Do I hear any of that kind of noise? Roll a perception check. 15. You hear the sound of the water as it crashes up onto the beach and the sound of the wind as it ruffles the trees and very little else. All right, I'm going to assume, since you only asked me to do the stealth check, that I left Butch and Ari behind. So I'm going to head back to where I left them. Uh, a little bit away from the base here and report back I think this place is deserted um, I just checked out the the kind of stables area there's no animals none whatsoever um, any of the hitching posts you guys saw we passed a few of them there's nothing on them and goblins are partiers I don't hear anything at all you know, you're thinking about after a hard hard day's working on, on the oil rig or even the night shift. I don't hear anything. I hear the jungle. That's it. I'm not feeling too good about what we're going to find here, if anything at all. Could, could... I don't know what their reputation with Booty Bay is. I know that we're out here because they're causing some issues with business. But could they be in Booty Bay? You mean like the they come the out tavern. here they work? Yeah, uh, maybe because they I mean, would take possible, the animals but... to get up there. Maybe. Uh, let me let me take another look. Um, I'd like to specifically kind of head back to a good good spotting point. I, I have myself a ornate spyglass if I can see this well at night uh, through the spyglass. I'd like to see. I'd like to check out the points that I would assume would be lookout points for guards or anybody else who would be on security duty like overnight and see if those people are, if there's anybody at those posts. Yeah, we need a bit more information before we do anything. Okay. Um, you move yourself into position to where you have a decent line of sight on so you, you you went actually up to the stables and checked that out um, and found nothing. You know that there are uh, some other small buildings that could be offices or, you know, some kind of other whatever they're doing in those buildings as far as work or housing or whatever. And you also see the um, the rigs themselves out, of, out of, on the water. And you whip out your spyglass and you take a look at the top of the rigs and on top of the buildings and around the buildings and like down the shoreline. Um I would say roll given that you are using a tool to help you in a specific instance that this tool would be helpful for. Um, I would say to roll another perception, one more perception check with advantage. 13 and a 16. So the 16 wins out. Okay. You have a pretty good idea for where these sorts of things would be. And you know that, yeah, goblins, partiers, okay, maybe there's like, there's not lights on inside the buildings. You don't see anybody keeping watch. There's nothing going on here. Oh, job's done, guys. I'll report back. I said, this ain't looking good. Um, I, I don't have an answer for what's, what's going on here right now. Um, Unless we want to wait till daytime and see what shows up during the daytime. Uh, there's no one here. At least no one alive that I can see. Well, I don't see no bodies either. Let's, let's, let's keep looking. Let's see. Let's, are there any buildings mm -hmm. we can go into? Yeah. Um, so if you guys want, I, I would give them 
I would feel confident with the three of us moving in um, quietly as best as possible, but I don't think there's anything from the information I gathered, I don't think there's anything that we should be worried about yet with all three of us moving in quietly, but maybe not quite stealthily as needed. Let's do it. Okay. Following you. Uh, let's get stealth checks from everybody. Ari rolled a 22. You did better on me on that one. I rolled a nine. Six. Okay. So Ari's doing fine, but the two of you, it's starting to get, you've been walking through the this, this sand for a while and it's, that's tiring. And you're starting to get a little clumsy in your fatigue. It's also getting toward the end of the day. So it's, you know, there's a lot of factors here that are making it so that you're sort of every once in a while you're tripping on things, particularly Butch, who's in the dark. Um, none of the lights in the buildings are on. There's no candlelight or torchlight or anything. And I blame you... my eye patch. Sorry? I said I blame my eye patch. Yeah, sure. Then take the dang thing off. <laughs> And so you're making noise as you enter into this, you know, work camp area. Um, but that doesn't seem to draw the attention of anything. Um, as you walk in a little bit more, a little bit more openly uh, and you're looking into the buildings and you're looking into the, you know, the different areas where activity might be that you're trying to find. I would say to it's 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 immediately clear that, first of all, you don't find anybody. Okay. Um, in order to find more information about what the reason for that is, um, what would you guys what would you guys like to do in order to try to learn more? So you said there's buildings. Are any of them office like where there's desks that we can like search for papers or logbooks or anything like that? Yeah, like I was thinking like a checkpoint building or something where all the like, workers would be coming in and going from. Would to see like any any uh, logs that there. Yeah, um, and those are actually not very difficult to find. Um, they're sitting on uh, like there's an open log book sitting on a desk that describes uh, you know what had been done up until about noon yesterday, and then after that there are no entries. Hmm. So at, at noon, it looks like everything was normal. Would we... So we would see past logs, so we would know they're usually entries after noon, I'm guessing. Yeah, so... Okay. I mean, these logs talk about, um, you know, who was on the work site that day, uh, what they're... Um, you know, what, what, what they're able to um, produce in a given shift, um, what injuries may have taken place, and... All that, like you'll you'll note that I mean this is a goblin facility, so all the injuries are, um, like mild, but there's a lot of money that's being spent on uh, medical, like first aid and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe that might not be accurate recording, um, but yeah, no, there's usually entries made all throughout the day of just you know, different things that are happening. Um, those entries seem to stop right around noon yesterday. I would say, like, we have two options. Well, well, number one, I think we need to take these logbooks as proof. There's really not much more here. So, personally, I say we take these logbooks as proof. I'd like to see what maybe, like, if we can find uh, maybe the foreman's logs as to... So, this is looking at the activities coming in and going out for the most part. What were they drilling? And if maybe it was something that they drilled or something that they found that triggered everything stopping at noon yesterday. Um, maybe there's something there, information-wise. Okay. Um, the logbook that Ari found was literally open face on the desk and it had information up to a certain point then stopped so that was a very very easy find I didn't ask for a roll for that if you're looking for something that specific I would say for you to roll an investigation check 15 okay um, you dig through some of the desks and you do find some stuff that looks a little bit more official not official but like you know of the of the quality that you're looking for um, they are drilling crude oil and they are shipping it out 
um, to it goes there. A go, there's a there's a goblin site not far from here that would refine it, um, and they're shipping directly to there. And you find nothing abnormal or unusual about what it is that they're working. All right. Well, while they're, you know, in, you know, rifling through books and stuff, you know, it, we're not finding anything. So I'm feeling a little bit more, uh, more I'm, I'm feeling a, a, a bit more c- confident. I'm going to try to run the perimeter. I understand it's kind of a big site. I'm going to try to see if there's, you know, anything like any kind of like large tracks. I I don't reckon I'd see anything like, you know, little animals or whatever, or anything like broken fences or crashed boats, you know, little boats or, you know, a crashed cart or something like that. I'm, I'm looking for, um, signs of a struggle, basically. Okay. Um, you walk out of the building and you start to take a look around. You know that there really isn't very much of this to the north because that's where you came from. So you're like, right. all right, well, let's check the southern side. Um, as you walk down the shore, some of the things that you just described are plainly visible. Now that you're like starting to go around, uh, like the the beach kind of curves a bit um, and start to come into your um, start to come into your line of sight. Other things may or may not exist and it's a little harder to see so go ahead and roll a survival check looking for things like tracks and whatnot 18 okay on an 18 you get the sense that yes there was a struggle here you see a lot of um there nothing toward the water and then as you get farther away from the water and up toward the rocks and up toward uh, where the hills start and the sand gets a little bit more um, uh, sturdy where it would hold a print for a little longer. Right. You see things like goblin footprints and you see uh, broken arrows and you see blood splashes oh. and you see big footprints. Um, something there's There's a couple of sets of prints that are like a human's foot, but like kind of really big. Um, and you see one set of footprints that look like really big hooves, like um, like an oversized horse or an oversized, um, I don't know, like an oversized, like a like a Kodo footprint or like a, uh, a, a oversized cow footprint or something. Torin. Okay. All right. No, I'm going to, I'm going to, walk back to um where, where where they're rifling through papers and i said hey y'all got it all wrong there was a fight here there's blood all over everything and there's footprints all over everything and uh i i reckon someone came here and took care of this before we did <laughs> i guess i don't know but uh i didn't see any bodies or anything but there's a bunch of torn up stuff and uh all kinds of footprints, all kinds of, all kinds of goblins, all kinds of human, all kinds of, lo- looks like Torin to me. In my head, I'm just thinking about how, like, in, in World of Warcraft, there's, like, a quest giver's like, bring me the head of that man! And there's, like, a hundred of us, like, bringing the head of that one man. And it's like, well, isn't there more of this quest for everybody to go around? Like, is this another adventuring team who just took this quest out from underneath us? <laughs> so this is what I'm thinking. Gameplay first. <laughs> um, go ahead. I don't know if we want to stay here then. Like, whatever took care of them might come back. So my vote is let's take the books as proof we were here. And book it back to Billy. Because he's waiting to hear the signal. And I don't know if we have anything to signal him. I mean, maybe we, like, you're right. Like, we take this back to Booty Bay. Our plan's not going to work in that direction. Unless we want to hang out here in the woods some more. But we might need to go back to Booty Bay and get more information as to who else might be out here wanting to sabotage the oil rig. I don't think, I mean, they don't know us well enough to set us up. But you don't think this was a setup. Like, maybe the goblins aren't the problem. Maybe whatever Butch saw was the problem. And they were hoping we'd get caught in the middle of it. 
I don't know. It just feels very coincidental. Or, or it could be something more simple, like, you know, we've been gone a bit, and someone else took care of it. <laughs> I don't know. It could be. Because this, this has been a... This has been... I don't know how long... How long we've been gone? A week? I thought like three or four days, but... It's, it's been a couple of days. So you spent a day at sea to get to Plunder Island. You spent a day and change on Plunder Island. And then it took you probably two and a two half days. days to get back two to here. So we're talking like four or five days. Okay, so it's not. it's been a minute. But not a long time, but it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, well, we were going to... We, we didn't... We didn't think about this pl- <laughs> this happening. Uh, we did tell Billy t- that we're going to meet him tomorrow afternoon in Booty Bay, but he's waiting on a on a horn for a. I mean, do we want to have him just throw some things over here just in case? Like, it's not going to. No one's here, so no one's going to get hurt. I don't know if it's going to matter at this point if he hurts a couple of cannons, and then we can trek on back. Uh, well, ammunition ain't free. I know. And, and uh, B- Billy is trying to clean up their reputation. I wasn't so f- fond of him doing any pirate stuff anyway. So, uh... Head back to the boat then and just... I, I guess we can head back to the boat. And our plan of walking back is is gone, and that's fine. And uh, we'll just raise the white flag in Booty Bay and all come in together. I say, yeah, if that works, and if if Falcus agrees after he's done reading that book, then absolutely, let's let's get to it. Well, we're yeah, taking I mean, that book. I mean, if we, we come into the bay with uh, waving the white flag and we come off the boat, that'll be probably in our favor as well. This makes sense, and uh, we wanted to to deliver a bunch of weapons anyway, and the weapons were on the boat. It's not like we could have carried those on our back. So, uh, we just oh, okay. Let's let's head let's head back to uh, the Sanguine Spear. So I'm gonna. They take really the, should rename that. They should. I'm gonna take the logbook then, just in case as proof. Okay. Make a note in your inventory. You have that. You guys are easily able to make your way back up the shore. You find your rowboat right where you left it. Um, you paddle out to to sea, you know, as far off as the boat is. And it's it, it looks like it was on its... It was like flying casually, kind of, like waiting for the signal. Um, you get up to it. You get back onto the ship. Billy comes out and he goes, Wait, what happened? I thought we had a plan. This ain't part of the... Did something go wrong? Is, is there a problem? Something went wrong for somebody. Which what did you do? <laughs> um, well, th- then, then we tell Billy what we found, and um, t- and said, "Let's uh, let's he- head back into the to the um, sea and, and uh, sleep tonight, and then head into Booty Bay in the morning." And, and I, I would like to be in going into Booty Bay during the the daylight, so we can we can do that first thing in the morning. All right, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, let's let's do that. No problem. Uh, yeah, great. So you guys are easily able to sail around southern tip of Stranglethorn. You get to the point where it's like, okay, well, let's drop anchor here and sleep off for the remainder of the night till the sun comes up. We'll head in first thing in the morning. The morning comes. You guys uh, weigh anchor and the sails unfurl and off you go. Uh, as you head toward Booty Bay, you are flying flags of peace and truce. You are, um, you know, sailing in such a way as to make it very clear from your, for, uh, this is a strange phrase, but from like the body language of your boat, you're, you know, that you're not being aggressive here. You're just coming in for normal trade. Uh, you're directed to somewhere along the docks where, you know, you park the boat. Um, and as you start to disembark, there is a, um, there's a large Taran uh, wearing like that white open chest flowy pirate, the pirate shirt, quote unquote. A puffy um, shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, are you guys disembarking? Are you guys like, is are you letting Captain Billy do the talking? Like what's going on here? I, I, I mean, would... oh, go ahead. 
Oh, I was gonna say I, I would get off the I would get off the uh, the boat and um, have we met this Torn before? You would have seen him around town last week when you were actually in Booty Bay. Um, you've never met him directly, but you do know him by reputation, probably, as Fleetmaster Fleetmaster Seahorn. And what was the name of the goblin that sent us on this mission? No, we got to deal with Seahorn first, and and the the ship. I want a name to drop to Fleetmaster. Which mission? The the weapon mission? The weapon mission, yes. Kiz Blunt Strike. Thank you. You said Fleetmaster, what was his name? Seahorn. Okay. Uh, good day, sir, Fleetmaster Seahorn. Um, I know this may look odd and strange. Uh, myself and my friends, I'll point to Butch and, and, and Ari, we were sent on a mission by... Um, all right, I forgot the the goblin's name. Um, Kiz Blundstrike. Kiz Blundstrike. Thank you. Uh, to recover some stolen merchandise uh, by actually the ship that we happened to be sailing into Booty Bay on. Uh, there's a funny story behind that, um, but uh, we're here. We have the stolen. Uh, supplies to return and uh, we'd like to put in a good word for the crew here minus the captain who was the person behind the stolen gear in the first place Uh, they would like to start a fresh relationship with you guys minus the bad apple captain who's no longer here if you get my drift we killed the captain, and now there's a new captain. They don't want to be pirates no more, and they want to give the stuff back that they stole. Ari's just shaking her head in the background right now. All right, so everything you said is the God's honest truth. Roll a persuasion check. This Taran has not said a word to you. He looked like he was about to just ask you what your business was, and then you just started. <laughs> and then you spilled the guts of everything. You laid everything and out. And then you just started talking. So he closed his mouth, and he listened, and then a beat goes by. Oh, <laughs> I rolled a six. Where's my help, Ari? Where's my help? I mean, what we're saying isn't all that. We. we okay, so I rolled a 12 and Falcus rolled a six. Um, but the thing is, the thing is, what we're. It doesn't matter what this guy thinks of us or not. He's probably dealing with pirates every day. I don't know. Anyway, so we, we rolled what we rolled. I made the assumption that he doesn't show up on the dock for every ship and yeah it's okay we roll with this yeah okay so you walk off of a pirate ship and explain (laughs) that these are a crew of former pirates who have committed a crime against booty bay but they're sorry and they're here to return everything and he narrows his eyes at you and you finish explaining and then butch finishes backing you up and he looks at butch for a minute and he looks back at you again and he sort of does that cow huff where, and turns to um, some goblins who had been sort of, you know, a distance away and waves them over. And as they approach, you can see that these guys are armored, armed, uh, swords and guns and, and bows and, and everything. And he says, why don't you wait here? And he turns and walks off. And you have several angry-looking goblins hanging out, just sort of keeping an eye on things. Uh, what would you like to do? Now, Falcus, Stay. <laughs> ne- next time you start wanting to run your dang mouth, why don't you let them ask a question first? And before you, but, but, but before you start acting like you're being interrogated, get interrogated. Why don't you two just take a step back for a second since you've... <laughs> I think you have have shown your worth to this this good gentleman. And when he comes back, let me talk. See what he has to say first. See who he's bringing to us. And see if maybe we can turn this situation around as I eye the goblins next to us, not knowing what the heck's going to happen since Falk has kind of laid everything out on the table of what we're doing and what we did.
It seems that someone has done some of the work that our heroes were hired for while they were out of town. More importantly, Falcus may have said the wrong thing to the wrong person in Booty Bay, and the party may end up paying the price for it. How will all this shake out? What's the status of the other jobs our heroes were hired for? Where will the party explore next? We'll have to wait to find out until the next time we queue up for more Heroic Dungeons and Dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.